I wonder if guys really be knowing if they dick small. Do you think they find out by being told or like they find like they just know like nigga this ain't enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome back to the Catnips. It's your girl Lexi. And it's it rain. What's going on with you, girl? Bitch, tired as fuck. What are you doing? Just having a small existential crisis. What are you up to? Girl, right? Drowning out my sorrows with this bottle of wine and this Urban Mate energy drink, which clearly (laughs) says, now that I'm reading it, do not consume without. (laughs) <laughs> what's going on with you why so sad why so down girl i feel like they shoving the elections down our fucking throats like voting has been everywhere and then in between that has been trump's temper tantrums it's been such a crazy long ass week and not even like y'all beg beg begged everybody said go vote go vote go vote and in florida and georgia we don't even have an actual we haven't finished anything we're still we're still voting. We're in voting limbo. Shada Rhymes, she couldn't have topped this. There's no way that she could have written a show that was more absurd and like politically fucked up than what we're dealing with right now in reality. Right. I mean, we would have to be on the goddamn moon for her to top it. Yeah, and trust me, I've watched enough scandal to know that this shit was a fraud, honey. I know I've listened. This is Defiance Ohio. Again, I'm sure there was a small explosion somewhere and they're blaming it on a white girl named Lindsay. So we are literally in the middle of watching history being made or not being made. So it's like you got this awesome, overly qualified black woman up against a Caucasian man who had direct access and control over the voting situations and their competitors right now. Like, it's so much tension. The tension is palpable at this point. Right. And obviously he's a very, I don't want to say minimum, but like he went to school and like got one major and you could just compare their experiences to obviously that, obviously just see that Stacy should win. Um, and you know what? It's hard for people to let come up off of the fact that history is going to be different. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to always be the same. And I feel like this particular election, no different than any of our other rigged elections, is just the visual difference between who you know and what you know. You can know everything in the world, but if you are not a part of the good old boys club or a part of the the whatever, then you're going to come up against worse opposition. Because let me tell you, the scariest thing in the world is a mediocre white man's confidence. Like... That's a bomb waiting to go off. So it's like, it's it's a really weird environment right now. I have my rights. But he has his rights, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I just saw that uh, where Don Lemon said that white men are the most dangerous species in the world. So this white man called up yelling and threatening Don Lemon to tell him that that wasn't true. But obviously he was just proving Don Lemon's point. It's it's a weird environment. It is a weird environment. All right, so what's the P word for the day? Our P word for the day is 
protection. Like, protect yourself from all the BS. Like, protect yourself from all the voting shit that has been, like, shoved down our throats. Like, yeah, we voted. Thank, like, thank you, whatever. Thank you, next. Um, protect yourself from yourself, from your self-destructive habits. Protect yourself from fake friends. Protect yourself from bad energies. Protect. What do you think about that? Protect everything. Like, dead ass. Protect everything. Because there are leeches everywhere. I mean, there's leeches everywhere. They're in your friendships. They're in your family. They're in your relationships. There are leeches everywhere you go. So, being mindful of, like, what you're giving people access to, protecting your energy, is definitely a lot of stuff that you have to be mindful for. And the phrase protection is actually one of my favorite Tinder lines. Be like, well, what do you want Tinder for? And it's like, <laughs> I'm looking for protection, big daddy. Throw guys' egos and make them feel less useful. Speaking of which, we have a surprise guest that's going to be joining us tonight. I'm going to let him tell you more about himself than we know. So stay tuned for that. But we got some other shit that we need to get off our chest first. So what's on the list? I just honestly can't believe that Stevie J and Faith Evans are dating. Like, just like I can't believe that Birdman and fucking Tony Braxton are dating or are engaged. Excuse me. They're engaged. Like, it's shocking as fuck. No, not really. Faith Evans and Stevie J, they were connected back in the 90s through Bad Boy. Because Stevie J actually was on Bad Boy for a long time. That's where his money came from. So, of course, he will know. And I think Stevie, it's either Faith is a godparent to Stevie kids or Stevie is a godparent to Faith kids. So, they've been close. That was that was bound to happen. And in the case of Birdman, Birdman with uh, Tony Braxton, I mean, they got a little, they got a little, you know, they that's the bankruptcy duo. You know, they got their whole little bankruptcy vibe that they connect with you know I know you're shocked because it doesn't seem like because you're not within the connection but they bankruptcy is something really really serious to connect with and listen if you ever had to go through it and you meet another person that had to go through it and this ain't just no oh my car my house no this is like Birdman was a cash money millionaire going through bankruptcy you know what I mean it's one just fifty dollars so and Tony Braxton habitually files bankruptcy. Um, so no, I'm not shocked because they're perfect for each other. I love your perspective. <laughs> oh, that makes more sense now that you put it like that. Bankrupt birds of a feather fly together. And you know what? Like you're right. When you said like I'm not, I'm not in their connection. So why would I? Why would I know? You know, like yeah. You know, people are really shocked. Like okay. Do you know people are genuinely shocked that one, Gabrielle Union had a surrogate and two, that she posed like in hospital clothes with her baby, with her new baby and um, her husband, I don't know his name. Dwayne Wade, that's who he is. Like people were big mad about that. Like she's faking, she didn't have that baby. Why is she wearing it? And I'm like, y'all sound the stupidest. Because um, you know what? Cause just like I said to you, people don't get what they don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, you people don't even think about the fact that, like, fathers wear all of the maternity clothes and, like, you know, surgery clothes and all of that stuff when they go watch their kids born. So why wouldn't she? 
And after having seven miscarriages, seven plus miscarriages, you motherfucking right. And I'm paying for this? No, up i'm wearing a suit i want a scalpel i want to go home with a set of all of the medical equipment that y'all using with the amount with the amount of money i'm spending so i want to say a super duper congratulations to um gabrielle union i've been beating with her for a long time because she has a really small top lip and that fucks with me but um but you know what? You got to be proud for people and you got to be excited for people. So I definitely feel that way about her. She's always she's always playing the bitch. I loved her in um, To Come Play That Game. I didn't like it. It felt like Vivica Fox was in that movie. Mm, yeah, she was in that movie. That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, sometimes you have to protect yourself from all types of shit if you know if you know you don't really like something or rock with some shit then you can you know block that shit out you don't have to you don't have to participate stop fucking with it if you don't like it i'm gonna repeat that for the people in the back stop fucking with it if you don't like it you're welcome i just saved you all of the bullshit that you've been dealing with all year (laughs) you're welcome you're welcome also like protect protect yourself in sex like are we using condoms are we not using condoms when are you not using condoms are you on other methods of protection like how are you protecting yourself from pregnancy stds stis all this shit so i think a few weeks ago when we were talking about the things that millennials have killed condoms was actually high up on the list of things that millennials don't don't fuck with anymore so what do you recommend, Sydney? I feel like if you're hooking up, then you should be wearing a condom. Like you don't know niggas and like niggas ain't paying for hospital bills. So But what if y'all in a relationship? Mm, okay. <laughs> so if y'all are in a relationship, um and it's been established that nobody has any STDs, what are you doing to protect yourself from pregnancy? pulling out I guess I don't I'm asking you I'm not offering any answers pulling out is a method but they say you can get pregnant from pre-cum so I feel like a condom I have heard that I've heard yes and it's not a rumor but hear me out no so it's a caveat so if y'all having double back sex so you have sex he has an orgasm and ejaculates and then you have sex again that's when the pull out pre-cum rule doesn't work because the second time because sperm has been introduced to that canal is still there but if it's the first ride of the night Mm. then um then you might be safe and i said might nigga i'm not a right (laughs) i said might (laughs) so you do you (laughs) Right. Please be careful. I mean, science isn't even 100%. It's 99.99. So um, do what you can to do what you should do to protect yourself. That's self-care in itself. What else is going on? <laughs> Ooh, well, um, practicing what you preach. 
and um, protecting yourself from just other BS, like BS you would see on social media. Um, mm-hmm. about, you know, like the election being shoved down your throat. Like protect yourself from these things. Have breaks and do what you need to do to, you know, be recentered. If you feel yourself like getting upset or comparing yourself, that's when it's maybe time to put the shit down. And you know what? Like, to be frank, social media is a big-ass distraction. Think about how many hours a day you're just sitting there staring at your phone, processing useless information that you can't use anywhere else. Like, you waste gallons of time. So protect your mind and what all you process, because it'll really warp your sense of reality when you're only processing virtual information. Um, And, like, for instance, I've gone through, like, I've, I really put a lot of effort into protecting myself on social media. I'm incredibly cryptic. You probably will get a selfie a season from me. Um, you know, because it's just not my bag. However, I will block and delete the shit out of somebody if they post a food picture and it doesn't have green vegetables on it. <laughs> like, if you really post a meat and more than two starches, like you got corn and mashed potatoes and there's no green beans, no broccoli, no salad, no nothing. We can't be friends because then you get mad because you're looking at this picture like, why the fuck is she eating mashed potatoes, baked beans and corn? Like, where is the vitamins at? And then you look on the girl's profile and you realize she built like an ice cream cone. Like, <laughs> so it's just like protect yourself. You know what I mean? Because like birds of a feather flock together. You look up and you eating potato salad and beans and unseasoned chicken and other random items like that like just protect yourself right and I always like will side eye or raise an eyebrow to somebody who says they don't drink water like nigga you don't love yourself like who gonna love you if you don't love yourself that monkey dry as fuck if you telling people you don't drink water that's so nasty Ugh, I can only imagine the amount of chafing you experience. <sighs> but dead ass, like the human body is 70% water. That means you are in a permanent state of dehydration. Like, is it really worth it? Is it a permanent state of dehydration over just something that you ain't as fond of in terms of taste? Like, that doesn't make sense. Drink your water, protect your skin. That's why people out here looking like they in their 50s and they barely passing 30. You know what I mean? Like, you like wine, but you don't like water. Oh, okay. You know, you need to love Jesus before and after his miracles if you catch him my drift. So it's like, people have to do better. You got to do better. Right? I, I love people that say stuff like that too. I can't be friends with you. And I don't want to be like mad arrogant, but I really feel like they're beneath me if they are making conscious decisions to not drink water and eat vegetables. Right. What type of self-hatred? Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. <laughs> and you're eating something. So whatever you're eating is probably laced with tons of sugar, which is worse than worse but not better than cocaine. Like <laughs> At least if you do cocaine, you get to experience the cocaine. You just eating a bunch of fucking sugar and tearing up your intestines. Like, no, we're not cut from the same cloth. At all, from the beginning. <laughs> that highlighter pee. <laughs> no, that dark orange, orange juice pee. That's what that <laughs> My stomach hurt just hearing it. Right? 
So a little a little trick that you guys can do, if you want to check to see if you're dehydrated, extend your index finger and squeeze your second knuckle from your nail, the middle one. If it sticks together, you are dehydrated. If it relatively goes back to shape, you're not dehydrated. Wait, say that again. I'm going to try it. Point your index finger, either finger, either hand. Mm-hmm. Squeeze the second knuckle from your nail. So the first knuckle is by your nail, the second one down. Squeeze that knuckle, pinch it with your other with your index finger and your thumb on your other hand. And if your fingers, if the skin stays together, it means you're dehydrated. Oh yeah, I'm dehydrated. Drink some water then. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I need to do. Right? For your soul. Drink some water for your soul. Right, girl. Y'all bitches probably don't even know how dehydrated y'all souls are because you won't drink regular water. Like, <sighs> I feel so sorry for you guys. And you really should be drinking, like, it's half your body weight in ounces in water. So if you weigh, like, 150, you should be drinking, like, 75 ounces of water. Or whatever half of 150 is. I feel like that's 75. So, yeah. Um, and I've read that like a while ago, but like, I know people who do like the whole gallon of water a day thing, which is awesome. And their skin looks really good. So there are awesome mm-hmm. benefits to doing this. It's about balance. So it's like finding what works for your body. You know what I mean? But the fact of the matter is you need to drink some water. You need to drink some fucking water. So just do it. Mm, so did you see that Rihanna um, asked them to cease and desist with her music at the goddamn Trump rally? Yeah, I saw that shit. Like, ugh, why should she even have to say that? They should know. Girl, could, no. They know better. They just know that they need Rihanna more than Rihanna needs them. And so they were trying to hurry up and get them spins in before she figured out what was going on. That's all. Mm-hmm. Because the NFL did the same whole shit to Rihanna some years ago where they tried to boycott her music because one of their players was involved in a very physical and very visible and physical domestic abuse case with his girlfriend in an elevator. Oh, I remember that shit. Yeah, so she used to it. They be really trying to play her. And you know what? In real life, Trump supporters do like Rihanna. Like, of course. Rihanna's like a moth to a flame. If I hear her music playing like off in the distance, I'm probably going to follow the sound. Like (laughs) if I've drifted off is because I heard Rihanna off somewhere. And I'm like, hmm, that's probably more exciting than where I am now. So, right. So I get why they did it. It's just, yeah, knock that shit off. That's all. Yeah, chill, chill out. Goddamn. Oh, shit. And Cassie uh, is still securing a bag with Diddy. Oh, yeah, they got back together. Listen, I think everybody was aware of, like, what that lifestyle was going to be like post-breakup. Right. Diddy realized how much money he was still going to be spending to not get the pussy. And Cassie was like, damn, I'm really going to have to, like, do something with my life in order to make money. So, no, sometimes it's cheaper to keep her. I mean, I'm sure Cassie would have had a backup plan anyway and has already, like, you know, secured her bag but you're right like it's nice to continue to secure bags god damn it rather than figure out what the fuck is happening next right so i mean I'm girl. 
I feel you. Yeah. Can't see in the house, y'all. You know, maybe she got some bangers coming. Nah, what she did is she highlighted a loophole in the love contract. That's what the fuck she did. She was about to clean Diddy ass out. She was about to be a billionaire. She had her lawyers look over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Mr. Diddy, we have a few clauses we'd want to speak with you about and concerns with your love contract. Damn. Cues the bad boy music. He ain't going nowhere. We can't stop now, cause it's bad boy for life. Bad boy. Um, Simone Biles also made history by winning every event at the World Gym Championship. The first ever American, the first ever person to do it was a black woman who's 21. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. With a body like that, you need to be sweeping the whole room. You hear me? She just needs to show up with a broomstick next time and just sweep the awards. But she earned it, though. Like, if you see her perform, if you remember her performance from the 2016 Olympics, like, she put her foot into every single part of that competition. Like, she killed that shit. So, it's not surprising. I just, I'm proud of her stamina. Keep it up, bitch. Right? Like, it's amazing just to hear all these um amazing young people doing this shit and then obviously it's even more amazing when it's a black woman so keep continuing to make history and then beyonce dressed up as flojo for halloween which is pretty dope she looked she looks amazing yeah that was cute right that was cute so they're blaming beyonce for the texas loss right because <laughs> Because the ad that she put up endorsing him came a day late and a dollar short. Right. But you know what? Then, I mean, if you look at the stats, who really failed them was white women because black women came out and voted. Like, it was like 94%. So Beyonce ain't, you know, no one's politician. Um, but yeah, who they need to be looking at is their own people. Don't blame Beyonce. We're not you protect Beyonce. You protect Beyonce, but all costs. You hear me? No, I'm just. Her. No, that's just that's uh, that's just like being real. Like you know, Beyonce is Beyonce is no one's like political leader. Like if niggas had made up their decision by the time Beyonce posted, they was already not voting. They had already made up their minds. So true, true. Just so, no, get it off your chest. But, it's okay. Yeah. So, okay, so I have a wonderful question. So with the people, so, okay, so this this really dope shit happened in Florida where there was an amendment to the, you know, the, the ex-convicts being able to vote again. And what that does is it opened up 40% of the black male vote in Florida. Wow. 40. So my question is 40, bitch. 40, 40, almost one out of every two black men in the state of Florida could not vote because they had a criminal record. That's crazy. That's some shit. But I wonder like how that process is going to work from allowing them to vote again. Will they be able to vote? in this runoff you know what i mean mm -hmm. or we just gonna have to wait till we get another governor right like do that like they're probably gonna put them through all the bullshit like go get proper ids must have this you know you know all that 
uh, you know, prove that you live here, make them, I mean, which is, you know, I understand the normal things, but they would, you know, just make it hard as, as they always do. I feel like I don't have any faith. Yeah, that's okay. That was just a thought. No, no, but I think it's interesting and it's crazy how much like like 40% is such a drastic number and it's another way they try to like stop black people from voting. I mean, and I think that's what's so scary about what's making this, um, the Georgia election so intense Mm -hmm. is like the black vote is one of the strongest votes in the country. However... I mean, just by sheer population size, right? Mm-hmm. It's getting them motivated to want to do it. But once, like, for instance, when Barack was running, we were excited to vote. We had something to look forward to. With Stacey, we're excited to vote. We have something to look forward to. But it's maintaining, you know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. I can see why there would be uh, vote frauds and things like that going on right now because of how strong the Black community can be when it is unified. Like, it's good to keep us um, scattered and confused and not unified because when I'm up, when the hand gets, when the crew come together, you can't top it and you can't stop it. So it's like, I'm excited to see that kind of happen nationwide too. what's happening in Florida. Right, right. I am too. And it's, I mean, it is dope because you can see like social media has like, is reuniting or spreading if spreading information i guess is the best way to describe it um but one thing that was interesting and i thought about you lexi because uh you always have mentioned this but in california this week we voted on daylight fucking savings and if mm-hmm. we should stop resetting the clocks twice a year which was so like such an interesting thing just for us to vote on I mean, we voted for it to happen. Why can't we vote it for it to stop happening? Right. Bitch, I'm annoyed. I'm so happy I blocked him. I mean... <laughs> I didn't block, but I didn't block him. But I'm happy I got over him because I told you I used to love Drake. Like you loved him enough to want to have sex with him? Yes. No, girl, he cried too much. Yes, I was ready to bust it. Yeah, I'm glad you're standing to I'm happy with my BBC. I'm sure you are. I, yeah. You know who else's dick was a disappointment? Michael B. Jordan's. And I was looking forward what? to seeing his dick. Looking forward mean? to it. Hmm? What do you mean it was disappointing? Like, I don't know. I guess I just expected his dick to look like glitter. Or like, you know what I mean? To have like a glow about it. Or do you know what I mean? To be like... Right. But was it was it healthy? Like, how did... I mean, just... What you, what'd you see? It was healthy-ish. It wasn't like... It was a dick. It was a dick. Was it I don't know what else. A good it was an okay size. It wasn't like the way they make his muscles look like in Creed and like the movies he he be in, you would expect to have like more like penis definition and like right. outstandingness. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's how I feel. Yikes. It was just okay. 
But then again, it wasn't completely erect. So he could still be like a grower if he's not a shower. Mm. Womp, womp, womp. Did you see that Michelle Obama also came out and spoke of, of several or having a miscarriage before she had her girls? Women go women go through life and death to have children. That's not just some Oh, I'm stopping by the store, I'll bring back a baby. It's not like no bullshit like that. Women go through life and death to have kids. Yeah, it's a lot in your bodies and like um I recently watched this uh stand-up comedy with uh this Asian lady, Amy Wong, and it was really good, but she just talked about all the shit that no one talks about with pregnancy. And she was like, "Yeah, you know, I gave birth and the baby was living in me and its whole house came out of me and you know, I need like just my body alone needs a whole 6 months, so I need more time off of work, not just for the baby, like, fuck the baby. Like, I need to heal. Um, It was just really good and, you know, really refreshing to see pregnancy talks about honestly and not just, oh, well, we did gender reveal. Yeah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Whoever whoever is telling motherfuckers that pregnancy is, like, a visually satisfying thing is sadistic as fuck because it's not. That's a medieval torture death trap type shit you know what I mean and it's like it's all happening because you had like a really good night worth of sex you know what I mean like hopefully 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 so it's like it's crazy it's mad crazy yeah I'm I'm still waiting it out I'm gonna wait on Walmart to start selling kids and uh, I'll just purchase mine there because I'm not I'm not responsible enough for this. I'm not selfless enough for that. There's just so many like there are already already so many fucking kids on this earth like who don't have good parents. So I feel like I would not be totally against adopting one day in the far future. Hell yeah. I'd adopt a parent because I don't have to be like a real parent parent. You know what I mean? Like, don't make my mistakes. No, motherfucker. I'm awesome already. You know what I mean? Like, I'm awesome. Giving me kids. That's how great I am. So it's like, you ain't got to have all of that. And then the kid can be whatever the kid want to be. And you you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Y'all going to see me in like the adoption line. Welcome back, motherfuckers, to the Catnips <laughs> to the Catnips podcast. Um, today, like I said, we had a special guest from our homeboy. We know this guy back from college, back in Savannah, Georgia. So I'll let him introduce himself in his podcast, and then we're gonna ask him a lot of random fucking questions. So just stay tuned and be very enjoyable. Hi, right. what's going on, everybody? I'm El Boogie. In the trap podcast, putting off my niggas. Um, you know, just trying to be here and answer all these random ass questions and gonna get straight to the nitty gritty. Well, I just wanted to thank Layton for being here. And you know, like we talk a lot of shit on our show, so we needed to have the Tomcats come out to defend themselves. Definitely. 
So what? Okay, so what inspired you guys to do the Trap Podcast? Let's get to know you guys a little bit. We really it's been based a lot about hip hop and everything that's centered around this shit and Atlanta and how Atlanta has is basically finger on the pulse on the finger on the pulse of the culture, and we just really try to like give our point of view from things of that nature, whether it's from music, self care. Real topics that niggas mm. talk about that females don't really necessarily hear, so we, we just try to keep it from all angles. Real shit, real shit. You sound like us, but not as entertaining. Um, so we have just a couple questions for you. Um, Sydney, would you like to kick it off? Yeah, so I think the main question we just want to know is why niggas ain't shit? Was that it, Lexi? Was that the overall? Yes. Why, why niggas ain't shit? Yes. Do you have an answer for that? That's a, that's a broad that's a broad topic oh Keto, my god here we go here we go at the politics okay OJ I mean I feel like you want us to like snitch on your homies and be like well he not shit because of this and then he not shit because of that and then he not shit because of this so it was a broad question for you to give us a broad answer like niggas ain't shit because they raised poorly or niggas ain't shit because of rap culture or you know whatever Niggas ain't shit because they because they mature in their own time. Oh. Boom, the real answer. That's a real answer. It's okay. Right, and I'm happy we have Layton here to translate for the niggas. You know, because I don't understand, and it's nice to have um, you know somebody who can communicate efficiently with their mm-hmm. right. You represent an entire community of miscommunicators, so you know it's not a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. I mean, because it's like this. It's like we live in a culture where like sex is just as sex is just as readily available as like cheeseburgers and cars. Like you can get all of those in the same night. Um, But why do niggas talk themselves out of getting pussy? Like niggas literally say the stupidest shit or do the stupidest shit as quickly as possible to ruin their opportunities for getting pussy. What is that about? Why do y'all talk yourselves out of getting cuffed up? Why do y'all talk yourselves out of not getting a pussy? So, okay, so I feel like with that, it's maybe like a pride thing because like niggas sometimes don't want to, you know, um, it shouldn't be a pride thing though, but for niggas it is. Damn, I just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need help. Yeah, niggas is weird. Like for instance, like, okay, I'll give you a scenario. So girls go on Tinder, whatever, meet guy, they match, woo wop woo wop And then like he instantly sends a picture of his dick. Or like intros the conversation with suck or swallow question mark. Like, why do niggas talk themselves out of getting pussy like that? First of all, you on Tinder, like I mean, what what do you expect him to be on there for? You do you want him to like know your whole background and your life story and then ask Yo, it's people on there getting married off the tenders. I be doing all the tender weddings. So state what you want. Like, just if you not looking for the nigga who's asking you, what's up, swallow, state that. So niggas who not, I mean, y'all give dudes way too many credit. If you say what you want already, you're going to already attract that type of. But then, okay, so on the opposite end, when you do be direct and you be like, nigga, eat my pussy, then they get upset about that too. And you like snap your fingers and point at the floor. Like they get upset about that as well. What's that about? Why are you snapping your fingers and pointing at the floor? Like are you dealing with animals or what? 
Oh, it's like an animal thing. All right, cool. Hypothetically speaking, I just was wondering. Don't hit my inbox with sucker swallows. I will block your bitch ass. And they will go off rip. Don't come at me like that type of shit. If you to join this on there and you like, oh, I'm down for a good time. Like, what is your definition of a good time? That's way too vague for me to fucking be sitting here trying to figure out is he DTF or not. Layton, do you go on Tinder dates? No. Hmm. I don't do that shit. I don't, I don't, I like to have real interaction with I like to meet you over the internet. Okay, well, we're gonna stop grilling you on why niggas so weird. It's okay. You can relax now. All right, so if you could be a cat, what kind of cat would you be? You remember, like, um, back in ancient, like, Chinese days when they had the royal ass cats that would just sit there and not do shit and drink milk all day? What was the naked type of cats? The ones that were, like, bald and shit. So, like, the Siamese cats, like the white ones? I think so. Yay, that's an interesting. I wouldn't have picked that cat for you. Hey, be yourself. All right, so every day we got to get up, we hustling, we grinding. What's your Get Money song? Right now, Drip Too Hard by Gunna and Lil yes. Baby. I love that song. You can get the biggest Chanel back in the store if you want it. I gave them the drill, they sucked it up, I got them on it. I bought a new paddock, I had the white, so I two tones. Taking these drugs, I'm gonna be up until the morning. I don't care where I'm going as long as I get paid. Like, and that's really my lifestyle right now, so. That's real. Speaking of traveling, like, and you do travel a lot. So where has been your favorite place to like go and have an adventure and maybe burn one or, you know, yeah. What's been your favorite spot to travel to? Honestly, Chicago has been one of the mm. cities I've been to. It's really like, it's, it's so much that you can do. And I, I kind of had like a hangover type weekend in Chicago with my boys. So that that, that really has a, a good place in my heart. Chicago is one of the dopest cities I've been to so far. I've been to West Coast. I've been everywhere. But Chicago is, is something crazy about Chicago. Wow, that's a sad. That's a sad. What about y'all? What, 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 um, what's the furthest y'all been to? I know y'all said you out in Cali. Like, see you in the A. I mean, okay, so the, the furthest place I went to was Ibiza, which was lit. It was just oh, a lot fancy. of you fancy, fancy. It was a lot of Europeans like just partying, mm -hmm. and they partied up all night. Um, and we found cannabis on the <laughs> beach. Not found it, but like you know, a promoter hooked us up. So it was it was cool. It was cool. Um, but I had a good time. I mean, you know, we have a good time everywhere you go. Everywhere we go. That's real. Lexi, where have you traveled to that was, like, maybe the dopest city? Yeah, so my favorite, like, we travel adventure was our road trip. Like, when Sydney moved to Cali, we drove her there the week of 420, and we spent, like, five days driving across the country. And I think we smoked, like, a grand total of, like, maybe, like, a pound, two pounds in one week. It wasn't that much. It was a lot. It was, like, 50 grams. That's, like, a pound, ain't it? I don't know. It was like 50 grams in one week. It was it was crazy. And my other favorite place is New York. New York has like a good ass weed situation. And I think I did like the underground tunnel, listen to like 808s and like had the Shake Shack and the busy experience. It was really lit. It was a really good time. But no, Chicago, Chicago is a, is, Chicago is a, is a situation within itself. Like I definitely agree with you on that. Definitely. Chicago is the new move. Low key. So you kind of, you nicely skated over this whole little um, 
hangover situation. What was that about? What happens in Chicago stays in Chicago. And what happens on the podcast with the catnips is pure, unadulterated honesty. You're in a safe space. You can tell us. First of all, we were drunk as shit the whole time. We had Lyft and Uber karaoke. Let's just say the end of the night, we ended up sleeping on people on the train that we didn't even know. Oh. <laughs> Where do you fall? <laughs> It was a good night, you know, real good bonding situation with my bros. But well, Leighton, you also mentioned earlier how on your podcast, what's it called again? In the Trap Podcast. In the Trap Podcast that you, it'd be you and your niggas and y'all be talking about a whole bunch of issues. What do y'all think about self-care? So do you wake up and play like Charday or like, you know, the Temptations and clean your house too and like light incense and stuff? It depends because you got, you got the dirty niggas and okay. then you got the niggas that's, that, that's like help them clean and then... So you, what do you, you do? I'm on, the, I'm on the extra tidy spectrum. Like my, my homies know like I'm really like me and I'm clean and shit. I hate fucking disorder. I hate junky ass shit. They come to my crib and they already know what it is. Like I, I really don't like any type of clutter and all that shit. So, okay, so what other practices of self-care do you do? Is it like a special day where you disconnect from social media? Do you like do man facials and like oil your beard? Like what happens? I mean, I don't really sleep much, so I might wake up at four in the morning and I want to play goddamn like Yang Yang Twins. Like it, it never yeah. depends on the mood I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I, I make sure I go to the bar up on a regular my hair and shit cause you know niggas out here going bald at 20 and, I, and, I, and they, they losing their headlines you know what I'm saying um, you know make regular checkups I be trying to encourage my boys to, to, to go to the doctor and get regular checkups cause you know I don't want no germs that's the main thing cause niggas really don't be out here strapping up we was just talking about that shit like you need to like why why aren't niggas strapping up why aren't they BET wrapping it up later they too comfortable and they, and they too trusting they acting like girls are not out here doing the same thing they doing Dudes will literally use the shit, my girl clean, I'm clean test, but you like out here fucking like everybody else too, my nigga, so chill. Oh. Niggas ain't shit? I mean. <laughs> whoa, 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 because y'all be out here fucking like, you know, y'all have got y'all main nigga, your side nigga, the nigga that like you, the one that be in your inbox. Let's not, let's not act like y'all don't have a whole team out here. I hate when y'all oh love my to do that. ain't building no team. Let's, let's, not, let's <laughs> not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. If men were consistent enough to even build a team, Y'all have whole rosters and shit that y'all go through. When one nigga ain't acting right, oh, let me go hit the other nigga up to go do this. Y'all got a nigga that y'all go eat with, a nigga that the nigga to fuck you, a nigga to hang out with you, a nigga to spend money on you. Wow. This sounds like spam. This sounds like spam to me. No lies detected. I mean, I mean, as a single woman, why wouldn't you be operating the same way a single man operates? Like, why not? And my thing is, niggas is compartmentalized. It's like, niggas like you know what I mean like I don't want to come off the wrong way (laughs) which means I'm definitely about to but niggas is disposable now and so it's like if he only good and fucking like okay cool then I have a place for you you know what I mean like I could make this work but I don't need you 100% of the time you know or yeah we have great conversation but you ain't got the self-confidence to even try to pull the first step to having sex so it's like you know, niggas make themselves disposable by not being like, you know, like well-rounded or or even like upfront, like, nah, you my girl, like this will be doing this man the third. Niggas wanna either act like it ain't happening 
or they want to ghost you or they want to be like, oh, I'm trying to figure myself out. You know, I'm just looking for friends, blah, 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 or whatever they say. You know what I mean? Like, and then it's like, okay, cool. Doing inventory. I do need a nigga that cuddles really well. Cool. I have a place for you. And it works out. And you don't feel that girls are the same way. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't feel like it's, it's the same when I was at the end of the shoot? Niggas ain't as smooth as girls are, though. And I, I mean, that's just, like, that's just my opinion. But, you know, and that's cool. My opinion is valid. Y'all give us too much credit. If, if dudes, if you tell me what it is, I'm going to treat it as such. If you tell me, hey, we just fucking, we just fucking, don't act like it's nothing more. So don't try to switch it. Exactly. I mean, but we, if you, I mean, you got to check back on our podcast. We have an entire etiquette for dick appointments. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, if people abide by the dick appointment etiquette, they'll be able to, like, really have a substantial, like, situation with somebody. Got to guide and protect yourself. Got to guide and protect yourself. I got all sisters, so I understand. Exactly. You probably got all the details. Listen, I I don't trust y'all niggas, so that's all that matters. (laughs) Wow. Oh, you got to learn how to trust somebody. But no, you shouldn't trust everybody. So it's good that you're aware of, like, your boundaries. Yeah, because y'all, uh, y'all, y'all do some wild things sometimes. Not to sound like a, a jaded or hurt nigga, but... I- oh, you definitely do. And it's okay. It's okay. Let it out. I got a lot of female best friends, like Sid, who keep it real with me. And I just be like, damn, that's what y'all be out here doing. So I stay woke. And I, and I just proceed as such. Y'all, y'all can't... Um, can't fall for those traps so i appreciate y'all you know what i think i think like you said if people like really push it on the table up front within reason without like jumping the gun for everything then yeah you probably could have like a dope like honest you know fruitful situation you know what i mean like whether it's a dick appointment or it's more than that you know it's just all depend on how you handle it you know those conversations are always uncomfortable and not everybody likes to have those conversations so it's like ah in that moment of uncomfortability can i really be this raw and how are they gonna react everybody are kind of like overthink some shit when they really just need to go with the initial shit that they had set in stone anyway but Exactly, because if not, you're going to get used. Because I'm going to be like, shit, I only got Wednesdays and Fridays open, and you already wasting it. So, Jeez, see what I mean? Oh, I'm not out here acting like I ain't got a vegetarian plate. Like, it's all sides. And I'm totally okay with that. Like, everybody is up front with one another. Like, it ain't no bullshit. That's, that's, I mean, more people need to be like that, though, and they don't. Hell yeah. You gotta be yourself. But okay, moving on before I start dry snitching. Um, you sound like you have a lot of good insight. So what is some good advice that you would give to somebody? Don't invest too much heavily into the relationships that you run into when you're first starting shit out. Like, you're still trying to become who you are and still trying to figure yourself out. So don't wrong yourself or don't beat yourself up for anything that happens in, in those early stages. Most women don't figure out what they want until their latter 20s. So why are you killing yourself when you're still in the process of becoming who you are? Right. Whatever. Everybody can do whatever the fuck they want to do when they want to do it. So why would I call you off? Sometimes you don't be thinking straight. <clears throat> and doing what you want to do ain't always the best idea. I mean, it's cool. Like, I get it. You don't, I don't want you to dry snitch. But it's like, you know, in real life, people have whole moments. It's okay. We'll ask a different question. No pressure. Layton, who would you want to play you in your BET movie? 
Lorenz Tate. Who is that? What, what are you playing? Bitch, Lorenz Tate from Love Jones. Yes. Nah. You could get like Makai Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's who you look like. No, I don't. Wow. It gotta be the Dr. Makai Pfeiffer, not Money Mitch. Not Money Making Mitch. <laughs> You can't just jump straight to Lorenz Tate, nigga. You're going to have to do two movies. Like, you can't just... Everybody can't be Lorenz Tate. Chill out. That nigga don't age. <laughs> At all. Exactly. Sydney, who would you be? Um. Ooh, the little girl from Blackish. The twin? Yes! <laughs> yeah, that would, that's definitely you. I want her to play me. <laughs> Who's an adult? Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Zendaya, but that doesn't work. No, Zendaya could play you. She looks good with locks. That's the colors a bit off. Oh, one of the girls from um the, the Hallie or Chloe. Yeah. You know, be like a group. Yeah. I could definitely see that. There it is. What about Tulek? I could definitely see Solange playing Sydney. That would be such a good movie. I would watch that. They would make that a three-part special. Three I would watch it. I would love it. Who would play me? Taraji. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, she does. Because uh, she, she, she wild as fuck. That's what qualifies her to play me, nigga? Yes. I mean, that doesn't not qualify. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awesome for so many more reasons than being wild as fuck. I'm not even wild. I'm chill. I'm chill in the club. It's not that you're wild. It's that you're free-spirited. You don't hold anything back. And you just, you know, give it how it is. That's what it is. Do you have anything that you want to ask us? Anything you want to get off your chest about the female perspective that you just can't put your finger on? Why do females love to friend zone a nigga and then try to, like... Keep him as like the best buddy. If he just want a gay homeboy, just go get a gay homeboy. That's all. So it's like friends on it. It's like this. Like how you were saying, people gotta have that comfortable moment with themselves or whatever. And it was like if you let that go too far, where it's just like we're just friends, we're just friends, and you've established we're just friends. Sometimes it may not be about friend zoning you. It just may be like that's what's gonna be best for us. Because either she see that you move wrong. Or like you won't really stand up and talk for yourself. You know what I mean? Say the shit that needs to be said. You may not be the leader you think you are. Or she just don't feel that vibe of being compatible. But she doesn't like I don't know why people don't feel like they could be platonically friends and be within the same like dating pool. You know what I mean? Like you don't get to be down all of your friends. Just to be friends. So like if you express interest in somebody and they is not returned, you like completely like void that person from your life is that the proper protocol i mean it depends on how that how that person feels about them if they can't handle the fact that you know they can they can they know the person just wants to be friends then the best thing might do to be not friends so i think what we're not addressing here is this nigga's underlying self, low self-esteem because for one you had this chick that you wanted in your lap this whole time and you never really put forth the effort to get her to date you like you should have then you have this underlying emotional angst about why she still want to interact with me if I'm not fucking her. And you, you like, well, why don't you just go get a gay friend or whatever? Like, 
you having a whole situation by yourself that she probably doesn't know about. He's having a whole like emotional, mental process that's not being communicated. And he's wondering why he's not getting the results that he wants. Like, okay. So the, the dudes are living in their head too much. You got to use your words. Use your words. <laughs> and my thing is this. You not going to fuck every girl that you got a crush on. Sometimes you going to be that girlfriend. Like, it's going to have to be that way. And maybe she may be in the whole phase of her life and she like, nah, I'm probably going to fuck this up. So he needs to be my friend or or whatever. You never know. But it's like, if you ain't putting forth the effort to be like, nah, I want to be in a serious situation with you or whatever, whatever. But it's like, if you ain't offering nothing but a standard op dick, then it's like, she probably already getting it sourced out better somewhere. So it's like, do something more entertaining. <laughs> LOL. Let's see. LOL. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not out here in that pool, but I feel you. Like you said, the issue with our culture is like we have extreme issues with vulnerability and communication. <clears throat> and half of the time, it's not our fault. It's ingrained in us. We got this cut you off culture a long time ago. You know what I mean? I think we were bred and taught to be like that anyway. Suppress your emotions because you want to show weakness. I mean, because look at how we, how we label, we call a nigga thirsty if he act interested. So niggas not acting interested. We tell a girl she fast if she acts interested, you know, and tell her that she stuck up if she don't act interested. It's like we're labeling every part of the experience and not allowing ourselves to be operating through it. So Right. And we have to like unlearn all of this shit, you know, like it's okay to like be vulnerable and like have feelings and communicate that and or like want to chill with somebody exclusively like oh that shit is fine it's like that's i mean you know stay what you want and then if people don't respond to that then that's the answer right you got to be mature enough to be like nah that is that's just it well lady thank you for coming we have to have you on again i'm always down uh this is this was very interesting it's very fucking enlightening uh, it was a pleasure I mean, I had to hold it down for my niggas. Awesome. Well, you was a bit aggressive up front, but it's all good. All right, so, Layton, tell us where we can find you on social media. All right, everybody, we're on SoundCloud right now, so it's In The Trap, in the trap Podcast on Instagram. Um, I'm L underscore Boogie underscore Sparks on Instagram. Follow Zan underscore Music. Lemons, lemon Pepper Poppy on Instagram. Once again, it's In The Trap Podcast on Instagram. We're on SoundCloud. We're getting the episode loaded out. So just um, stay tuned. And anything you guys want to talk about, want to hear from the male perspective, shoot us the information and we'll get that shit out there. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for fucking with us. It was so much fun. Niggas always got some shit to say. Make sure you follow us on the Catnips Podcast with the Z as in on Facebook and Instagram and you can listen to our podcast every Tuesday on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud and as always at the catnipspodcast.com. Thank you for fucking with us. We love you guys. Bye.